Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Here we go, guys. Today, I'm going to share with you three steps that every freight broker needs to take before hiring a motor carrier. Now, what you have to understand is that there are some basic requirements that every carrier must have and must qualify for before you as a broker or an agent hire them to move one of your shippers loads. And these are the three steps I'm going to give you. All right. So the first step is this, you have to make sure that every carrier has an active carrier authority, an active motor carrier authority. All right. The way you do that is very simple. You will go to the FMCSA site, you will go to the safer system, which is the safer component of the site where you'll be able to pull up based on their DOT number or their MC number, right? Their company profile. And you will be able to see if they have an active carrier authority. Uh, you know, you'll also be able to see if they have a broker, active broker authority. You'll be able to see if they have an active authority. That is the first thing you must do with every carrier before you ever even consider hiring them to move a load. If they do not have an active authority, then you should not and cannot hire them, okay? It's going to be a major problem and you're setting yourself up for a lot of liability and issues if you do that. You as a broker are liable for negligence and this is one of the things that you must qualify, okay? If they are an intrastate carrier, meaning they're only moving loads within their state, like the state of Texas or California or Florida, and they only move loads within that individual state, then they will only have a DOT number, but you will be able to see if they have an active DOT number for their state. If they are moving interstate, which is they're crossing lines, they're going from California to Texas or Texas to New York, and they're going through multiple states, then you will need an interstate authority. Now, that will also include a DOT number. It will also include a MC number or a motor carrier number, right? Number two, you have to confirm that they have valid insurance, all right? So there are two components of insurance that every carrier must have. They must have what's called public liability insurance. Really, what I always what I was always taught is it's called BIPD, bodily injury, personal damage. Okay, so they have to have BIPD insurance in the amount minimum to seven hundred and fifty thousand. All right, minimum coverage there is seven hundred and fifty thousand. Now, most carriers have a million plus, but they have to have a mil a minimum of seven hundred fifty thousand BIPD. They might have up to five million or more but ultimately they have to have that proper coverage. The second coverage they need is cargo insurance. Now, the minimum cargo insurance for a truck is $5,000. So that's the minimum that the FMCSA sets in order for them to have an, an active authority with that truck and to run that truck on the road. Every truck must have a minimum of 5,000 insurance, but you need to listen very carefully. You as the broker are responsible for making sure that the carrier's cargo insurance exceeds the value of the freight that you are shipping. So in most cases, most brokers look for a hundred thousand in cargo insurance because that will cover most freight. Okay. And that's what most carriers get, but some carriers will carry less insurance to try to keep their costs down. So worst case scenario, you need to ask that carrier, what's the value of the load? and or you need to make sure that it doesn't exceed $100,000, which is what most carriers have, right? Step number three, 
you have to check their safety and performance history. Okay. You have to check the carrier's safety and performance history. This is called their CSA safety score. All right. So what you will do is you'll go to the FMCSA. There's a CSA section to it, right? Where you can go in and check the um, motor carrier safety and performance data. All you'll have to do is put their MC number in or their DOT number in, and you will be able to pull their uh, safety data. Now there is a variety of data that they're going to share with you about inspections and out of services and all the safety related parameters that the DOT tracks on carriers. But ultimately there are going to be one of four different ratings for every carrier. They are either going to be a satisfactory rating, an unsatisfactory rating, a conditional rating or not rated. All right. So that's one of four. So obviously, if the carrier has a satisfactory rating, then you have no issues. You should be able to load them without problem. If they have an unsatisfactory rating, you may have some concerns and there are some additional steps. I'm not a lawyer and I'm not here to tell you what to do, but if they have an unsatisfactory rating, then you definitely don't want to load them. If they have a conditional rating, then that's where you may want to look a little bit deeper. You may want to find out exactly why they have a conditional rating. And you may want to try to get some information from the carrier on how they've corrected that. And then you can make a judgment as to whether that's a carrier that you think is adequate to load. And then the last one is if they're not rated. A lot of times they're, a carrier is not rated if they're very new. Um, maybe they are just got their authority. Maybe they've only been in business. Maybe they've only got one truck. Maybe they haven't been inspected yet. Maybe they haven't been uh, put to the test yet by the DOT. So they don't have a rating. So ultimately what you want to do is you want to check their safety history. Okay. So that's important. You want to understand this is all part of the due diligence that you as a broker are responsible for whenever you are hiring a motor carrier. Right. All right. And I'm going to give you a bonus, right? So those are the first three, but I'm going to give you a bonus. So the bonus is this in an effort to try to validate the carrier's information and to protect you as the broker and your shipper from possible fraud, what I would suggest you do is check out the TIA watchdog report, okay? Now, this is a this is a report, this is a site, this is a service, a free service to TIA members that is put together in an effort to try to prevent fraud throughout the industry, right? To protect brokers and shippers from any carrier that might be trying to do something fraudulent, all right? It does happen from time to time. It's data that's compiled by over 3,400 members across the country that allows brokers and these members to review carriers based on their performance and based on the, their experience, and then allows those carriers to respond to that uh, report based upon whatever you know their, their take on that situation was. So it gives some transparency into if carriers are doing business properly, okay? So you can check that out at the TIA. I think it, it's at the uh, TIAwatchdog.com. Now you do need to be a member of the TIA. I was a member of the TIA for years. I highly recommend it. They're a great organization. So yeah, absolutely. So that's your bonus. Again, I'm gonna run through them really quick. Number one, you have to check and make sure they have a valid and active carrier authority. Number two, you have to make sure they have proper insurance, not only public liability, but also cargo insurance. Number three, you have to make sure that you check their safety history, check their safety rating. Okay. You have to check that. And then number four is to check out the TIA watchdog report to protect you and your shippers from possible 
fraud. So if you're curious about becoming a freight broker or a freight agent, and you're just getting started and you're trying to connect the dots, check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com. We've trained over 10,000 students, been in business over a decade. I've personally done over $200 million as a freight broker, and we offer a 60-day, 100% unconditional money-back guarantee. If for any reason you're not happy, we'll send you back your money, no questions asked. All right, so have an awesome day. Truly appreciate you guys being here. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.